Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Ann. Hello, everybody. We, we have the long-awaited holiday episode coming up. Finally here. Christmas is around the corner. <laughs> coming up quicker than uh, I'm ready for it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think most people are. So this lady that we're going to talk about today, her name is Lucy. And in the mid-70s, Lucy called, and she was from the Chagrin Falls area. Now, we were still living in Wayne County at the time, and I was remember that when she called, it was the second week in November. Now, normally I don't remember things like that. Why would I? But she called because the week after Halloween, she had a crew come in of professionals to decorate her 6,000 square foot house for Christmas. I'm sorry, you said 6,000? 6, 6,000, huge house. And she just, Lucy just loves, loves, loves Christmas. And so, and, and I remember thinking to myself, wow, we just had Halloween. And now I have to laugh because this was in the 70s. Now jump up to now. My gosh, we've had Christmas decorations up now since the day after Halloween because that's what people do now. But that's not what they did way back when. So, so she's got this house decorated. Now these people come out. There's four people that do the decorating. And it takes them three days to do the inside of the house. And it takes them four days to do the outside of the house. So she pays people to come yeah. decorate her house. Oh, yeah. Oh, Are yeah. they her decorations or stuff that they bring with them? I think she's accumulated stuff over the years, but I think that they probably bring stuff to fill in, which knowing her, she probably buys. And then you can just leave it. You know, it's... People live differently, seriously, seriously. I, mean, I dread it, sometimes doing the decor because I'm like, I got to go lug that crap out. I got to go find it. I right. got to, but I guess it wouldn't be that bad if somebody else was doing it for me. Exactly. And bringing the stuff in and then taking the stuff back out and putting it, taking it down and putting it away would be worth every penny as far as I'm concerned. So well, she's and, definitely not the neighbor that leaves the lights up year round. No, 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 no. <laughs> And it's crazy because when I went to the house, you walk in the foyer and there is two curved staircases that come down on each side to the foyer. And there's garland and lights all over everything. I mean, it, it looked like you could, she could charge money to come in and see how beautiful her house is decorated. Seriously. But anyway, here was her problem. Two days after they were all done doing the decorating, she'd wake up in the morning and garland would be down and light bulbs would be missing. And there were, I mean, there was like glitter everywhere. And 
they found baby Jesus in the cat's water bowl. And the cat wasn't too happy about it. <laughs> but her kids thought it was funny. But she wasn't happy that he was floating in the cat's water dish. And so she and and while I'm talking to her, I could feel the presence of a couple ghosts. I said, okay, so go out there. And and again, there were two ghosts in the house. The one just thought it was crazy nuts, you know, taking lights and rearranging them and taking out bulbs and knocking stuff over. The guy thought he was hilarious putting baby Jesus in the cat's water bowl. And so talked to him and the one guy, the guy was, he wasn't a Christmas person and he just thought it was fun to mess with it. The woman, however, she, she almost scolded the guy for doing it because she didn't think he should be doing it, but yet she would laugh at him. And because the house was so big, they could stand on opposite ends of the living room and never their energy wouldn't have been affected because the place was so big. I mean, it was huge. So go out, get rid of the ghost. The lady went to the light without a problem. The man said, uh-uh, I'm not going to the light. And I said, why not? And he said, no, nah, this is fun. He says, I like the holidays. I can destroy people's houses with the holidays. I said, well, I said, the seeds are going to go up and you're not going to be able to leave. And he said, no, no, I'm walking out the door now. And he walked out. I said to Lucy, don't be surprised if he starts messing with your lights outside. I was going to say, now it's fair game for all the outdoor. That's right. And, and I can't do anything about the outside. You know, it's too open. There's nothing I can do about it. it. It's just, that's just the way it is. And I said, so just be aware of it. She said, all right. She said, so I won't keep calling back the, the decorators, like she did with the other one saying, you did something wrong, come and fix it. They were out like three times and they couldn't find anything wrong with anything. So, okay, all is done. Everything is good. She calls me up. A few days later, she said, not one thing is out of place. Everything is perfect. Everything is absolutely perfect. I said, good. Have a nice Christmas. This is great. She says, you know, she says, I'm so glad I had this done before. I got the Christmas trees. Now, when I was there, I noticed she didn't have a Christmas tree up. I could see where one would be beautiful. But, you know, it's none of my business. I don't ask. It's like you do all this and you don't have a Christmas tree. But, I, you know, again, it's none of my business. So now when she brought it up, I said, well, why aren't the, why isn't your Christmas tree up already? She said, oh, no, 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 no. She says, the the company comes back, the decorating company comes back, and she says, we put up eight Christmas trees. That's a little overkill, eight. And I said, eight. She goes, yeah. She says, each of the kids have one in their own bedrooms, which they are allowed to decorate however they want. She says, the, the decorators help, but they, they can pretty much do what they want. And then the other six are through the house. And she says, we put them up like the second week in December because they're live trees. And I don't want them up for that long. I said, oh, I says, okay. And she says, and then the, the, the people come four times a week to water the trees to make sure they don't dry out. Because she, she can't 
do anything. Water herself? No, no, not for eight. That's way too time consuming. Don't you know better than that? You got two kids. That's Make right. Them water the trees then. Yeah, yeah, no. So that wasn't going to happen. I'm doing life wrong. I am so sure. Yeah, yeah. What is wrong with this picture? That's <laughs> so. I remember. I'm thinking she's out. Of, this is good. December 10th. I got a phone call from her. I bet you did. <laughs> and she was totally livid. She said, they came out and put the trees up. She says, oh, my God, you have no idea what's going on. She says, how did a ghost get in here? She says, we wake up in the morning. The decorations are off half the trees. They're a mess. She says, I keep having to call the, the guys to come back and fix the trees. She says, what's going on? Now, I'm talking to her on the phone, and I don't pick up anything, nothing. And I said, huh. I said, well, I must have missed a seed somewhere. And I said, we'll just have to come back up, and we'll go through the house and make sure. I mean, with that big of a house, you know, I could have missed an attic. I mean, I have to rely on them to tell me where it is, but maybe she forgot. I don't know. And I remembered it was the 10th of December because we had a party to go to that night. That's the only reason I even remember that. So went up the, the, the following weekend. Well, that was a Friday. Went up on Saturday. And walk in. Now, her husband, Frank, was there and the kids. She sent the kids to the bedroom, and they're like six and seven. That was a good thing. They didn't need to be there. And I'm I'm sitting there, and we're talking, and I am picking up on nothing, absolutely nothing. I said, well, let's start. Let's start going through the house and making sure that the seeds are everywhere where they're supposed to. And Frank said to Lucy, he says, well, aren't you going to tell her? And I looked at Lucy. I says, what aren't you telling me? She said, oh, he's he had a few beers that night. And he thought somebody jumped out at him from our closet. And he, Frank says, believe me, it was a short little man, a hairy short little man that was fat. And he jumped out at me. And when I moved the clothes, he wasn't there. She said, Frank, you had two or three beers. There was nothing in your closet. Now, while we were talking, I glanced in the one corner of the house or the living room. There's a hallway. And I spotted one of the kids there. Snuck out of their room and was listening. So I thought, just let's just be, I'm not going to say anything to scare a kid, but I wasn't going to give them up either. So I'm talking to them and he, he, Frank looks at me, he goes, could that have been a ghost with red eyes? I said, I, oh, with a ghost jumping out of the closet. And I said, yeah, maybe. I said, but it seems unlikely. Well, that kid came tearing around the corner. He says, Mom, that thing was in my closet, too, and it has red eyes. 
and it's scary and it keeps making noise in there and it shakes my bed when I'm asleep. And when I woke up and peeked from under the covers, him and somebody else that was really small were taking the ornaments off the tree. So now I'm figuring this out pretty easily at this point. Yep, fairies, little folk, had nothing to do with ghosts. This was in the 70s. I had no idea what to do with them. I, I, I mean, I knew they existed. I never talked about them. And I'm thinking, how am I going to tell these people? I didn't know what to tell them. I knew smudging isn't going to do anything. So I'm explaining to them. I said, this is going to be a little weird. And I explained the fairy thing. And, and he probably saw some kind of a, a troll or something in the closet. And I, your kid saw what he saw. There's no doubt in my mind. And, you know, they both said at the same time, what are we supposed to do? And in all honesty, I didn't have an answer for them back then. I said, I don't know. I says, I think they're upset because the trees are alive. And that is not how nature is. Nature doesn't grow pine trees and Christmas trees in houses. You've got eight of them in here. I says, I, you're, you're kind of ticking off some nature spirits there. Yeah, exactly. Right. Trees. Exactly right. So I said, this would be my suggestion. I says, just for peace with the kids. I says, I think I would move the trees out of their bedrooms at least. I said, I'm pretty sure that when Christmas is over and you take the trees out, that everything will be happy and everything will go back to normal. I said, but until then, seriously, there's nothing I can do. Luckily, over the years, I have found out what to do and how to do it. And that's not a problem anymore for people now that have little folk in the house because the solution is available and what you do with it to get rid of them. But again, back then, I mean, 1974, how many years ago was that? That's a long time. That's so, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So, and this is why I say over the years, there's stuff I learn every day. And some things that I learn are really good things to know because I can help people now that have this problem. But back then, I, I really couldn't. So what she ended up doing, she did take the trees out of the kids' bedrooms. And um, I said, I know from past experience that they really like cinnamon and milk. I said, maybe if it gets really active in the house, if you would put a little dish of milk with a little sprinkle of cinnamon in it and put it outside your doors. I said, maybe, you know, they'll go outside and drink it and that'll give you some relief. She called me about three days after Christmas. She said, it wasn't so bad. She said, they knew, at least they knew every time that it was them. 
And she said, but what they started doing, she figured since the time the Christmas trees came in till the time the Christmas trees left the house, that her cat probably lost three lives. That's how scared the cat was the whole time in the house. Oh, well, and they don't like animals or kids. So that made, again, makes sense. And definitely, like I said, definitely, it was funny. After about a year or two after I finally found the solution to get rid of little folk, one of her children called me. Married and had kids of his own. Oh, no. Was he having problems? And he said, do you remember me? I said, hmm. I said, you were the one that saw the creature with the red eyes. He said, yes. And I said, okay. He said, guess what? He said, my daughter just saw a creature with red eyes in her bedroom. He said, you help mom. Can you do something for me? I said, sure. That's all he had were little folk in his house. So I sent him a bottle of the solution and he never had another problem with it. But, and I think it was interesting because I have found out over the years now that if you've got earthbound spirits in your house, you do not have little folk but they tend to come in sometimes after. And I did hear the high-pitched noise when I talked to her on the phone, but I didn't know what it was back then. Mm. I thought it was just a bad connection. I had that one of your first times running into the little folk? Yes, it was. Maybe I had happened three or four times, but, and I'm thinking to myself, now, now I know what it was, but in Wayne County back then, if I wanted to make a long distance phone call, I took the phone off the hook, off the wall, dialed the number I wanted, then an operator would come on and she'd say, what number are you calling from? I'd have to give her my home number, then she would connect the call. You could not dial direct. and. I always thought it was a connection on the phones. Why would I think anything else? And of course, since then, now I know that means something when I hear that. So that 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 was just a little what can happen if you bring live trees into your house. Now, did they switch over to artificial the year after to I never talked to her again after that. She just a couple of days after Christmas, so I don't know what she did following years. I had no idea. Hmm. But it must have been okay because <laughs> I would have heard for sure. Plus, the kids said, "Mom said to call and see if you could help." So she was probably. It must have been okay. You know, I look at it this way, Melissa. If you're not calling back, you're okay. If there's a problem, you're going to call. So no news sometimes is good news. Yeah, I, I can almost guarantee she did. If like there was nothing going on and she wasn't like, please, I need something better than milk and cinnamon. because right. Plus the fact that 70 years ago, if you had an artificial tree, it was usually silver with the colored lights 
going around on it that you couldn't eat. I mean, you can't even tell artificial trees now. They're, they look so real. So I'm sure she has switched over. Of course, she was older than me. Who knows? She may be made, you know, she could be in heaven by now. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen some old pictures of like, you know, great grandparents, great, great grandparents, and some of those trees that people had that were those silver, very gaudy. Uh, yes. And then the light was red, green, and blue, and it went around in a circle. I had them for. <laughs> Two years I had one of those and I couldn't take it anymore. So I did have one of those. You know, um, when when I was little, we did, you know, live trees because, again, the, the artificial wasn't really as big of a, a thing. And part of me, I'm like, I like the feeling of the new, but I always felt so bad. You know, I'm like, this tree's going to die now, you right. know. Um, and then being on a military base, you would see all of these poor dead trees like put out for trash. And I'm like, this is horrible. Um, you know, but, but I, I can almost guarantee she probably switched over to some sort of artificial. And if she had a house that big and paying company, she probably had some nice looking fake trees oh. put up in that house. Oh, sure. Over the, over the years, I'm sure. But like I said, it, it looked the outside of her house could have been, a cover on a magazine. It, it was just Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was it was amazing that somebody. It's amazing to me that that's somebody's real life. I don't know how else to say it, because that's so out of my wheelhouse that it's, and that's one of the cool things of the job being able to see this stuff, right. So, it's like when anybody that I've ever done work for, you know, I come in your house and I sit down at the kitchen table with you and we talk. But when I was in California working on the show and I had to do somebody's house, say, Cher uh, or Goldie Hawn or somebody's like that's house, I have to tell you, I really made sure I went to every room just to make sure nothing was there. Of course, I could have been a little nosy too. So that's a possibility. So, so we need a new series, the celebrity uh, series. Um, yeah, you have to figure out how to hide the names so you don't get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's 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 funny. So, but th that's that is definitely a Christmas story. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for our holiday episodes. You can catch us every Wednesday for another new podcast episode. Catch us live on Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can ask questions live about the podcast episode, um, the TV show Marianne was on. Are we allowed to say the name? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and ask questions about earthbound spirits and, and other adventures that Marianne may have had in clearing ghosts out of house. That she doesn't even know she had. <laughs> right. The rest of us are impressed. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.